Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hour three of the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 107.1 FM. Or you might just find us on the My Talk app, or you can find us at MyTalk1071.com. Just click on my shows, click on Lori and Julia. You can find their links, you can listen to them, you can look at pictures of them. Wonder what they look like. You can just find out. Who, who are these weird ladies? What do they look like? Boy, I, I, have, I have a great theory to share with you guys. Okay. At the bottom of the hour, can we do it yeah. now? No, or we're not bonus doing this theory. No. All right. No, this is a theory about oh, photos. I... Oh, all right. Okay. That's been proven, and it's a very interesting one. Um, what a tease I think you that you'll like it. Yeah, sorry, I have to tease you. All right, so Chris Hewitt, just let us know. The Bill Murray, Sophia uh, Coppola directed him and Rashida Jones in this great movie. He said, the reason we can't remember the name of the movie is because it's a bad title and okay, you know what is the title it's like that um Mero streep one let them all talk yeah it is the terrible title for a movie Just, or the the one with um mrs Maisley, uh rachel yeah, what is that and her amazon these are like sentences parts of sentences she goes there or something i mean they're dumb titles dumb titles it's called on the rocks is what it's called and i guess you could just because it is about a marriage that goes on the rocks all right i guess fine. that's how but it is really good oh mrs Maisel's one no on the rocks okay the bill murray <laughs> oh, see bill murray <laughs> And Rashida Jones. And that's on Apple Plus. Yes. Yes. Right. So he just tweeted us that because remember, oh we did gosh. assign him that task uh, when we said goodbye to him 15 minutes ago. Yeah, we, you know, we, we like did. made him feel bad I for know. not remembering a question we didn't prepare him for. No, I know. Not that we ever do, but okay. So uh, we did talk with him about this movie. Yes, we did. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and uh, Denzel Washington, Viola Davis, Chadwick Boseman. Chris Hewitt told us that Chadwick Boseman would be nominated for an Oscar probably when it's his movie. It's even it's, though it's Ma Rainey and that's the part the Viola Davis is just that he's, intense. He's, he's that in good. her band, so yeah. I don't know Trumpet this player. August Wilson. Um, I never saw the play or anything. Or, you know, so maybe yeah, I was just looking up. Plays. It was at the uh, it was at the Penumbra Theater. Yeah, it was. Okay. It was. Yeah, no people could have had a chance to see this. You know, because it's one. I don't know if it's where it is in the order of August right. Wilson. But, you know, Denzel Washington, I think, is he and Viola started in Fences, and I think he wants to bring all of the August Wilson plays to, to the, the screen. To the screen. I love it. Yeah. So Hoda Kotb caught up with Viola, and I I mean, we've met her several times on she's the red so carpet. Lovely. She's so in nice. press who room you, afterwards. Who you see, I mean, she's as real as it yep. gets uh, in Hollywood. She's just, we, she was interviewed for 60 Minutes, CBS Sunday Morning, talking about this and playing this role. And she's gotten into production because... That's how you the, get good parts? The, the freedom of being on a hit network TV show... How to Get Away with Murder opened up the doors because remember, Viola Davis has this long, long career in Hollywood, but she's always playing the maid or 
this or not any, you know, this kind of, Mm -hmm. she didn't have any real power in Hollywood till How to Get Away with Murder, huge hit, and then she became a producer, and then she got some power, and uh, so she's sitting down with uh, Hoda, and here's Hoda talking to her about, you know, kind of maybe how how long she's worked at getting to where she is, because she's double nickels this year. She's very proud about being 55. Do you ever get tired of, of fighting for space? Do you ever get tired? You do. You get tired of fighting for it. But you know what? The mm. hardest fight is the fight within yourself. Mm. I think once you've conquered that, you're good. Now she chooses whom she portrays. Most recently, that's Ma Rainey, the societal outcast who birthed the blues. If they want to call me Mother Blues, that's all right with me. It don't hurt none. <laughs> it's a big part and it's a small part mm-hmm. of who she is. Other part of who she is is she's bisexual. She's a woman who was dark skinned, who was heavy set in the turn of the 20th century. So she literally fit all of the characteristics of people who were rendered invisible. Oh, I know. She's. I remember her acceptance speech for the SAG Awards once, oh. Lori, when she came back. I am a dark skinned black woman yeah, who was starving as a child and yeah. to be here today in front of you yeah. is such i mean remember her, she was she's a very powerful and she's in touch with who she is oh and is it's just she's amazing she and is lovely i had no idea that ma rainey was the mother of the blues i love i didn't even know what it was until oh, you just said that yeah i so i mean i'm just even just i think rocco you would be interested in this movie just we want to know more about blues because i mean that is such a key part of all the music we love yeah and i've always been a fan of august wilson when i was a uh, uh, in high school i took a playwriting course in the summer and they brought in august wilson You're to kidding. talk to us he's from here and, yeah uh, well he lived here mm-hmm. for about he lived 10 here, years yeah. And I brought a baseball for him to autograph because we read the play Fences, which is about oh, a baseball stop player. It. So somewhere at home uh, on a shelf, I have an That's August so Wilson cool, autograph baseball. So but you yeah, know so this story a little bit, a little bit, you know. And there's a ten play cycle uh, that he wrote plays about Pittsburgh, uh, people that uh, that are set in Pittsburgh, and this is like the second one. Okay, uh, this one came after Jitney, but it's before Fences and before Joe Turner's Come and Gone and stuff. So yeah, yeah. this is. I love. I mean, I used to love going to the Penumbra with my mom and mm-hmm. stuff. So. Yeah, I definitely want to yeah. watch this. Well, here's a little bit more of Hoda and Viola Davis. We, I just can't. We can't get enough of Viola. Let's face it. She's fab. If you've seen Viola recite lines, wait until you hear her speak from the heart. We would go to bed and hear rats killing the pigeons in the roof. Everybody in this room, I'm sure, at some point, has gone through something in their lives, and you've survived it. I had a memory when I was nine years old and I remember my parents fighting in the middle of the night. My older sister Diane told me to go in the house so people would hear me. I ran to the bathroom screaming still, just couldn't stop, and got down on my knees and closed my eyes. I put my hands together and said, God, if you exist, if you love me, you'll take me away from this life. What is that from? Is she like giving a... a, a I don't know. Yeah. Rackle? I'm not sure. When I recorded it, I wasn't watching the video. <laughs> I was just doing the audio part. I understand. Well, remember when she renovated her best friend's home here in the Twin Cities yes. that she went to Juilliard with? Yeah. Um, She could... That must have been from the part where she, she does inspiration. Because she is a very powerful speaker, and I know she is an advocate and 
giving voice for uh, poverty and yes, childhood yes. hunger and yep. very like, you know, even Hoda asking her, have you ever get tired of fighting for the space? And and then, you know, she says, yeah, but, the, you know, once you the fight within yourself is the one that. I mean, she just always is able to just articulate brilliant, real, cuts through all the BS. And inspires at the same time. And that's, I think, in her acting, what what is so powerful. I mean, her character, Annalise Keating, I can't even tell you. I loved it. I didn't watch the finale. I saved it because I wasn't, I saved it for like, I saved the last three episodes for like, I don't know, three months. Because you and wanted even to just people save were her. talking about it, but I was just like, I can't have Annalise Keating be gone for my and, life. And I know it was, <laughs> you know, there's been a lot of talk about her role, you know, her um, part in the help being a maid and how, um, you know, that was a role that she played in a lot of different things. But her role in that was so in- amazing. Mm-hmm. She's just amazing yeah, actress. She She's so she talented. So we'll have to see this. I think that's good for our audio because, Rocco, I want to get to my DJ spot of the portion oh, of the program. Out loud, Lori's okay, going to, besides being the publicist, no. the book... I've already um, tweeted Josh DeMal about playing Pa Engel. On the you have a lot Perry. of time because you're not finding books to pop, read. No, it's not that. But okay, so the the calendar may say December 17th, but now it is officially the holiday season. We can say it's that. Cause it's, yeah. So Mariah Carey returned to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 with All I you're, Want for Christmas is You. I told you that yesterday, yes. but it's the second straight December that that song went to number one. Remember, all those other years she had that song had never been number one. I know. Okay. 25 years later or it's, something. Yeah. It's only the second time in Hot 100 history that a song has made two entirely separate trips to the top following Chubby Checker's The Twist, which was nearly 60 years ago. And the top 10 Billboard right? 100. Brent, it's very nostalgic. People are feeling, that's what I think it is. Brenda Lee yes. is in the top 10. Bobby Helms. Jose Feliciano and Andy Williams and Mariah. So they, one, two, three, four, five, half of the top 10 Billboard 100, those are the things. And I know they play it on all the other. But we're playing it. I mean, all of our holiday bumpers are nostalgic. Yeah, well, and we, you know, I was I was talking, I was asking our boss, B. Arthur, about you know putting music in the system for bumpers, and she's like, you know, we're playing these uh, old school bumpers, including the Christmas stuff, because people aren't really buying new music during this pandemic. No, and it feels it Except feels for reassuring. Swift. Yeah, but it feels reassuring. Com- it's t- comfort. It's, it's comfort, comfort music. Music, and the one song that a third of the population, and I haven't heard it, and if I did hear it, I would ask that it be removed. But the number one song by a third, first, I mean, it's first place by far. 38% of people absolutely hate this song as a Christmas song. They don't ever want to hear it on a station. Do you have one? That, I saw Santa because I saw oh, Mama kissing. A Kisses. Christmas song that we hate? A Christmas oh, song I that hate we hate. that Paul McCartney one. Simply have. Oh, I hate, oh, that, I hate one. that song. I hate that <gasps> one. Christmas time. I hate that's that one, too. That's a bad song, Rocco. But that, 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 may, that is on the list, but that's not at the top of the list. The number Christmas one. Christmas shoes? No. Okay. Oh, gosh. I do. Okay. Na, 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 na. Na 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 na. I don't know if that's giving you in. We should try. I know they do commercials now for Shazam or something. Yeah, where you can pick up a song just by humming it. 
Mm-hmm. We should see if that's true. Well, yeah. well, we, Grandma I, got run over by a reindeer. I said, I said oh, what did? did I say? Grandma in the train or something? Yeah, you didn't say <laughs> Didn't anything. I say yeah. something? I, from the train. I Grandma hate, got run over did by I a reindeer. Did I just say that? No. I did. Maybe I was listening did. to her humming. And yeah, I mean, but before Poppy. any of this, I said this. Yeah, I hate that song. That uh, by Elmo and Patsy. Oh. Honestly, we're not even sure why that song ever gets played, but that is the whopping. They don't like that song at all. What else? And then uh, in second place, um, uh, oh dear. Tell me. What's good place? Oh, neg- last Christmas. Oh, no. Wham's last, last Christmas. Oh, no. I love that song. I disagree. Yeah, Last I do too. Christmas Don't forget, we have game. Miley's version, right? Yeah, oh, oh that's a- This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Holly. Hello, hello. What Hi. are you bringing us? Who knew that today's hot gossip would be coming from journalistic legend Connie Chung? Wow. Oh, I'm dying to hear more. <laughs> So Connie Chung, we all know her, the former ABC, CBS, NBC, and CNN anchor. She is dishing with a new interview with Los Angeles Magazine. And married to Maury Povich. Yes, she is. That's right. So I'm just going to start from the top. So she's revealing behind the scenes tensions with some of her big name colleagues. So she said of working with Dan Rather. Over at CBS, co-anchor of the CBS Evening News back in the 90s. She said that working with Dan Rather was like a scene out of Psycho. What? Being that he was a backstabber. Oh, no. She said this about co-anchoring the CBS News with Dan Rather. She said, while Dan Rather was outwardly very Texas gentlemanly, she said, if I turned my back, I felt like I might be in the shower scene of Psycho. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Well, we, I mean, this is no excuse or whatever, but Dan Rather's like 89. Right, and, he was and, probably different uh, women in the workplace. We men were to women. I mean, you and yeah. I, uh, I suffered I from this. Yeah. Guys who are now... In their mid seventies, yep. remember they forced him together. It was like a marriage that. Oh yeah, yeah like and the Barbara yeah. Walters and Harry Reasoner. He was awful to her. Yeah. Uh. Well, she said, you know, like Rocco said, she went over to ABC News and. Okay. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So after after CBS, she said, I joined with bo- both Barbara Walters and Diane Sawyer there. And I thought, oh, well, this is going to be great. It'll be three women who get along. 
Instead, Connie Chung said she found a scene not unlike what Tanya Harding did to Nancy Kerrigan. Okay, keep going. (laughs) So, because she said, Connie Chung said, when I got to ABC, both Diane and Barbara were in the same sort of arena trying to get these big interviews. So when I tried to go after them, I was told I could not. That Barbara and Diane were the only ones who could compete for the interview, and I had to stand down. And I said, really? Whoa. Uh, Well, and apparently she upset ABC News by landing the 2001 interview with Representative Gary Condit about the disappearance of intern Chandra Levy. That was a huge oh, remember story. That, that, that was huge. That, they were upset that she got the interview. What if it had gone to some other network? Right. At least they got. My goodness. Well, see, you're not thinking. You're not thinking like the ABC executives were at the time, where it's like, oh, this is a great get for ABC News. But right. apparently, Barbara and Diane probably wanted that big interview because, like you guys said, that was a huge story 20 years ago mm-hmm. when it was making headlines. Now, Connie Chung also talking about her time on the couch over at David Letterman's show. Oh. He loved having her on. That's right. They had great chemistry. And she said of the chemistry between herself and David Letterman that she said their chemistry was inexplicable to a certain degree. And yet she said she's like, I didn't have a thing for him. You know what I mean? She said, I love people who have a sense of humor, who are charming, and that he was when he was on, he was on the air. He was great. But off the air, he's a dark guy and unhappy. Mm. Well, we had kind of heard that from... um, not Regis Philman, but um, someone else who was on it all the and time. And he might be different now that he's off the air all right. the time. He might not be that same person as what I'm thinking right. now that he's been I love retired. how we want to give some people the benefit of the doubt well, and no, others we I mean, don't. I, yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I loved mean, all these things, they all sound Why is like, she doing this? I don't know, but it, I think it's good for people to share the experiences that they have because uh, it, we still, people are still having experiences like this. So keep talking, Connie. Yeah, well, you know, I think with David Letterman, he's a, he's been honest about yeah his antisocial ways. Yeah, he has. And he's been pretty candid about it. And I think that there is something to be said about David Letterman. You guys are a fan of his Netflix show, correct? Yes, I've watched mm-hmm. one. I've only I watched, watched the one Kim Kardashian yeah. one. Yeah, and it seems like he has a, a candor and a rapport with the people that he's interviewing there and that there's a relaxed a, yeah. approach that he has that he didn't really have. I I like night. it when news people or women that have been in power, people that have been, I like when they share their stories mm-hmm. of like, you know, just different, because she was at a lot. She was, she a, was a huge She was a groundbreaker. I thought she should have been like, like you know, I, I thought there was more, she'd be a bigger star or something but maybe she's got that maury money and i think they have fun together and oh they're darling when they talk about each other when yeah. they're together and right? interviewed they're darling because she's been retired for now some time mm-hmm. yeah get that mopo money i mean mm-hmm. it's just well connie chung is in the show the undoing she that's plays, right she plays Lori, an interview. you should have seen her in that i did yeah so i think that's why she's doing this interview got it and she plays an interview who grills hugh grant's character in that's the right. undoing and she talks about the time that she interviewed hugh grant back in the 90s when he was big after four weddings and a funeral she did say a few grant well he wasn't very friendly oh I, and i think he has said that yeah. That he was perfect ass. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said I'd interviewed you right after four weddings and a funeral for his next movie. So when I saw him, I said, oh, hi, I interviewed you. Do you remember on the set of The Undoing? And he said no. So I went, OK, I figured he was getting into his acting zone, whatever that is. Yeah. So 
She's just like, well, he didn't remember me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love it. Oh, so that's Connie Chung. She's dishing the Los Angeles magazine. And I could see where Barbara Walters and Diane Sawyer were elbowing each other for the celebrity interview. Or a political interview because they both And they were really pioneers in female broadcasting on network, network news. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let's move on to some relationship news. Jillian Anderson has split from Peter Morgan after what? four years. Oh. Yeah. Was it was it playing Margaret Thatcher? Right. Did that, you know, because some, some people did not like her character, her portrayal. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, well, I mean, I suppose you could read into that what you will. So Peter Morgan, the creator of The Crown, and Gillian Anderson have decided to split. The Daily Mail is reporting the split is amicable. And uh, so we'll see what happens when they're on the award show circuit for The Crown Season 4, because I bet Gillian's going to get all the nominations for all the things. And yeah, and they've to been together other. for like... Uh, four years, she Yeah, said. is that what it is? Four mm-hmm. years? Yeah, yeah. It seems, you know, they're supportive and they will move on. I don't see any drama in this breakup. Did you like Gillian Anderson as uh, Margaret Thatcher? Um, yeah, I thought I thought she was good. She was very affected um with her the way Margaret Thatcher spoke. Yeah. Um, but and the way she cocked her head, but I liked her very much and talk about it. She is like really, I, I think I went down the Google hole uh, on, on Margaret Thatcher after I, I watched. Thatcher is what I just called yeah, it. Or like, Snatcher. <laughs> I'm still on episode one of The Crown. Yeah. I, 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 I'm I worthless as, as far as TV viewing this yeah. year. Uh, it, it's hard to concentrate. Let's just say that. There's a lot going on. Right. Uh, I totally understand that, Julia. Uh, something that we're going to be able to watch on TV. So this kind of got lost, at least to me, during that big Disney invents- investor announcement where they were like, oh, we got all the Marvel, all the Star Wars, all this other kind of yeah. stuff. Is a project that I think we're all going to be interested in. It's a new limited series over at FX about the Rolling Stones. Oh, Oh, stop it. No way. Tell us more. Okay, so this is going to take place from the early 60s of the formation of the band through 1972. Harry Styles can be in this. Oh, boy. Oh, gosh. And the people, the crown people are behind this series. stop. No, Harry (laughs) Styles can play McJagger. Tweet him. Tweet him. And are they going to use... Are the Rolling Stones behind it with their music? Yeah, I think that it's going to be oh, that way. And dear. it's the guy who, Nick Hornby, about uh, about a boy in high fidelity, <gasps> is overseeing the series. This is exciting news. All right. Uh, okay. Harry is going to take his first limited TV series. I, roll. I love Lori. Oh, my God. Now okay. we got to do traffic because okay. Lori's got her publicist hat on. I, I do. She's oh got to she's I'm, I'm, send I'm, a tweet to Harry and Mick. Oh we'll my. be right back. Oh. Thanks, Thanks Harry. She has a theory. And it's going to be about photos, because I took notes earlier in our program. That's a first. I I listen. Uh (laughs) Mm Uh-huh. You would be surprised how many notebooks I have, honey. I know. I've been taking notes, too. Yeah. You have to, to keep up on this. Absolutely. This is good stuff. So, you know, I just got to thinking. I was scrolling. I thought, I need to clean out my photos in my phone. You know, the gallery. Oh, yeah. There's award shows, there's backs of books, there's recipes, there's countless selfies, there's <laughs> countless... That's one thing we have not done this year, I feel like, is a selfie. But if you look yeah, through your, find ca- your gallery, if you're going to clean out your phone, you will see a lot of... You'll be like, what the hell? 
what the hell? I, what I never, what did I do with that? So anyway, I just thought, is there any, has anyone studied selfies and what do selfies, what is the thing? Cause I kind of think I don't even, I might take it, but I never post it, and I never really like it when people post their selfies because I always just think... We post them, you and I, every once in a while. Every once in a while, but all right. So here's what I found. Okay. Um, It was published in Frontiers in Psychology. Normally, I just look at that only for the study of dub, but I was desperate. Frontiers. Frontier in Psychology. This is where this study came from. Uh, People enjoy taking selfies, but not seeing them online. So interesting. They, they what they did is they asked people, you know, because everyone you take them, you receive them, and then how you feel about seeing them. And bottom line is that seventy-seven percent of people admit to posting selfie, selfies, but also found that about sixty percent of those people agreed their negative consequences in doing so. Okay, and a whopping eighty-two percent of people said they would rather see. Any other type of picture other than a selfie. It's their least favorite photo. And, but the reason why the selfie is, it, there's no better self advertisement, right? right? When you think about it, right. okay, here I am. So it's just kind of a paradox because what they found is that people rationalize their own reasons for posting selfies and but when they look at other people's self, and, and you think you're doing it for all the authentic and valid right sure. reasons, but when you look at other people's selfies, mm-hmm. people go, what an inauthentic, self-absorbed person. There's a little bit of that sure. thinking and that sure. when you look at that and you wish that they would pick post something else. But what else is there? Yeah. Just saying. All right. That, you know... Look at your through your photo thing, and then you'd be like, Why did I take those? I didn't even send it or post it or share it. Nine times out of ten, you don't even like what it looks like. Selfies are a lot of work. Oh my gosh, especially (laughs) if you're the one who has to take them all the time and you got a short arm. But people are very judgmental about other people's selfies, and they'd really rather see a picture of you. Even, you know, doing whatever, but not necessarily... I don't know if I believe that, though, because I like seeing pictures of people. You like seeing pictures of people, but the selfies is the oh. thing that people don't... They think... Eh, why don't so you... when you're at the Grand Canyon South Rim and you climb over all the fences to get that great Are you going to shame that lady now for dying? <laughs> but Another person... Are you it is shaming. I'm dying. Yeah. I am. It, but it, it it's it's ridiculous. the perception that yep. people have of it. They're like, okay, you're somewhere, right? Oh wow. Now, not maybe not this year. Maybe we haven't posted as many selfies. We're not as many places. Right. But think about when you post it, and then you're like, well, where are you? What are you doing? Why didn't you back up and have someone take a picture of where you are? You're right. Yeah. But there's never anyone around. And how do you say, hey, can yeah. you take a picture of me by this really cool palm tree? The, we do it all the time. We do Julia. it. I know it. Anyway, in 2013, selfie was added to the Oxford English Dictionary. And in 2014, that was the all the furthest I could go back and get the math for Julia. 93 million selfies were taking, taken on one day alone on just Android devices. 93 wow. So imagine how much that's gone up. Anyway. 
Just think wow. about it in your right. posting. You think right. yours are great, but you really don't think anybody else is great. All right, you know who's not having um, a, a moment like it was ramping up? If this pandemic hadn't come along, there are many things. But the Lori thing, and Julia, no, no, <laughs> no. The 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 naughty and nice Christmas sweaters are not having a moment this year because we have no one to show them off. Unless you're Linda at Crutchfield and you dress like a Holly Dork a, every day, a Christmas elf on a shelf. Yeah, she uh, is. Holly Dork. If, no, she's Holly I'm going to send you a picture. You would die. She's and if you want to follow her, it's Linda Abs, I believe, on on Instagram, and oh, she's, she's just, hysterical. She's hysterical. She had a red and green wig. wig. On. You're either. I have a theory. You're either a Holly, Holly Dork. Or or you're not. I mean, and Holly Dorks go all in, like our friend yeah. Carol, the Avon lady was a Holly Dork. Dork. My brother. Marcy, our old boss was a Holly Dork. My brother and his husband, They're I got Holly them. Dorks. Oh, yeah, I got them um, these really great, like maybe four or five years ago, these really great... Um, well, they they're those. Uh, what do you call ugly it? Christmas sweaters? They're they're but they're t shirts, Julia. A nice cotton and and what do you call Henley? the painting thing when it looks like um, your body, like no, you're a muscle person? No, but it's like the outfit and it looks so real. It's a technique. I can't remember. Anyway, fancy. So it totally looks like they are wearing Santa. Elf oh, like outfits. that screen print, what oh. do you call that? Yeah, yeah, some kind of. I mean, it's just right. amazing how right. great it okay. looks. Anyway. It's not having a moment. I was even in TJ Maxx today, and they had a real, they had one lonely little rack of Christmas sweaters, and um, they had a lot of, you know, like kind of jazzy sweaters, but I just think... You know who's having moments? What? Athletic gear. Yeah, yeah. It is a moment and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yoga pants. Yeah, yoga pants, although, God, the theory is, and I stand by it, you cannot get away with wearing all these soft pants and having, a, you will get a lazy waist. You will get a lazy waist. You have got to zip into a pair of pants. What do we call them? Hard pants. Hard pants. Rocco, you wear, you've gotten, you noticed that. Yeah. You wore soft pants for months for, and your waist months. got lazy. For sure. Yeah. But I'm, and I miss it. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I got to put on. But no, it's yeah. it's a By good way, thing. Sublimated was the clothes that kind of sublimate is where the, yes. the image on it. And it shirt. just looked, you know, so realistic. Anyway, but the Christmas sweaters, they'll come back. But I mean, it was really ramping up. Last oh. year was like the biggest. It outpaced or was right on pace with St. Patty's gear purchases okay can i tell you something yeah and who even knew this was whoopi goldberg because she always does those horribly ugly sweaters this she year she did scarves in, yeah she did scarves and, and socks mm-hmm. i think because she said no one's gonna buy a sweater this year we're not gonna see anybody and they were 75 dollars they were for so sweaters, expensive you know? they reminded me of that horrible brand that bill cosby used to wear remember that horrible sweater brand yeah and companies yeah. work <laughs> on them yeah i do know but companies work on them like 11 months in advance i just think they just unless they had seasonal like 2020 yeah. they're just keeping them aside because there's they're not really to be found well if you went to glow at the state fairgrounds mm-hmm. afterwards they've got a little holiday shop there are holiday sweaters there yeah. that are only like 20 bucks okay um what where else did i see there's a there's a story about um holiday because if you go into major retailers the holiday section is like wiped out right um yeah. because people didn't plan for everybody being at home and wanting to decorate their homes this year right kind of thing 
It's just an observation. Yeah. Normally, TJ Maxx, you know, they would have had the stuff out, you yeah. know, at Thanksgiving, the Christmas stuff. And right. it's just real, they just know. I can't get enough it. lights, though. That's something I'm into, is all the small lights and everything. Lights have had a year. Yeah. Well, lighting. Know, it's the year of lighting. Well, here, it is, the, it is the year. If you want to make an easy-peasy New Year's resolution and you just feel you need to have one after this epic apocalyptic year 2020 i'm going to give you an easy one okay drinks you're going to make the you're going to drink every day six glasses of water daily because you know what people who drink six glasses of water are happier just the bottom line i think it's because it's you care about your health uh, and you like to pee uh <laughs> one or the other what is the theory uh, the theory is, is that when you do a survey and you ask people who say they drink a lot of water, are you happy? Sure. <laughs> they say, yeah. And I pee a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was commissioned by Bosch Home Appliance, so <laughs> I will say that. But hydration does have a big impact on rest and refreshment. And our friend Abra, and Hi, I know Abra. your friend uh, Deborah, two of our fitness people, yes, big advocates of yes. drink a glass of water when you wake up in the morning. Oh yes, and even add a little dash of lemon. Yes, just do that. Because remember, the, the lemon habit. makes you smell taller. Well, you, thinner. thinner. You feel you will be thinner, but that glass. <laughs> and if of you water, have vanilla, right. you're going to feel thicker. So you choose. Oh boy! All right, there we go. That's what we got. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bing. I've got to cut you off right there, right in the middle of that white Christmas. She is only doing this because she is so happy that she has included Dionne Warwick in a tweet. And now and Mick Jagger and Harry Styles in one tweet. I think you... <laughs> okay. And they all responded? No, I okay. just tweeted it. But the fact that FX is... Del- is developing i have to thank donnie love because he this is breaking news a week ago julia we're that he was How always on top that? of our casting he stuff was for us. we would get casting news for something that was happening in 2027 but, but we knew about it yeah we knew it so the fx is developing the rolling stones a drama limited series from the crown producer okay so we know it's yeah. gonna be good and it is about the rolling stones at the beginning, be awesome. the decadence, the wildness, the hotness, the 20-something hotness. Yep. And I have long wanted, Rocco, Harry Styles play young Mick Jagger because I think they look so yeah, much alike. And they oh, have, she can't stand it. I, I just, I'm going crazy. I'm going, All right, tell me if you're up for this one. No, no, no. So listen. Oh, I gosh. Do we still have to hear okay. about it? Okay. So Who I, else did you copy? Deadline. We want to cast, and then Harry Styles... As, and then Mick Jagger, even though he hasn't been on, like, since he had a record to promote, like, two weeks ago. This would be amazing. Hey, Dionne Warwick, because that's her hashtag. Hey, Dionne. Maybe mm-hmm. I forgot that. But Dionne Warwick, do you agree? Because she was asked today who could play her in a limited series. So she's been weighing in on this type of discussion today. All right, let's just see who responds. Don't you think being on an FX show would be a step down for Harry Styles? No, well, not, he's kind of on top. Of no, the world FX right now. did the Americans. Know, Breaking FX Bad. Bad. Harry Styles. Sons he's like of King Anarchy. Of the no, world but right no, now. TV, TV is, again. It's, it, it, it doesn't matter. TV or that movies. barrier has been broken. It has, Rocco. That True Detectives kind of broke that the barrier. TV for the hymen A-list. has been busted. It has it's not. Uh, it has. Yeah. Okay. L.A. Law sequel. But but, but can I just oh, go back to the movie to the the TV series just to okay. get it. Uh, 
Lori, stop. Oh, my gosh. Stop, because a lot of people don't have any clue what you're talking about. Well, the Rolling Stones. <laughs> they Oh, they're listening. Yeah, they, everybody knows who the Rolling Stones, and it's all Wait. their best <laughs> albums. It's up until 1972. So it's like all the good drama, you know? I mean... This is, could be very exciting. And no, I don't think Harry would look down his nose at FX, Rocco. Uh, you know. You do. I think he'd rather be a rock star than it. He can play the greatest uh, rock star in the world, Mick Jagger. It'll just add to his, you know, elan. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you know who Dionne Warwick thinks should play her in a limited series of her life? Do you know the name, Julia? No, tell me. Do you know the name? Tiana Taylor. Tiana Taylor. Remember, she was the one in the Kanye video, and she's a no, dancer. No, what Kanye video? I don't. Oh, we, we Lori, we, you don't even know who she no, is. No, I do, Julia. We talked about this video because everyone was like wondering, are those two having sex? Well, she's a singer songwriter. Yeah, and Dionne but, Warwick thinks she should play her. Yeah, kind of looks kind of maybe. She, yes, I mean, you she's know, got a hot butt and a thong. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, and she did this. Video with, uh, do you know what I'm talking about, Rocco? She, no. She reveals, yeah. she, we don't. She did a hot, hot video, and I want to say like maybe four or five years ago, okay, and with a Kanye song, and she's in a gym, and she's very muscular, but yet very voluptuous, and she's oiled and writhing and pumping iron, and it's all to a Kanye song, and I just remember. What's the name of the girl that used to date Justin Bieber? Selena Gomez. Yeah, she's a combination of Selena Gomez and um, someone else. You got to look her up, Rocco. Yeah. Right, who'd you say was Tayana Ta- 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 Taylor? Taylor okay. Yeah, anyway. That's always what I think of. Is I think of that Kanye Fade. video. The video is called Fade. Yeah. Okay. And she's really, you know, very seductive in a in you know gym clothes, kind of a, a sexy gym clothes. You know, a muscle shirt maybe or a crop bra. Oh my. You know, real. Are we, are we done? Yeah, we're done. But anyway, that's Dion Warwick. That's the only reason I know Tayana Taylor. That okay, and I want to remind people. Earlier today, we interviewed Murphy. Um, is it Morrison? Morrison? Mm-hmm. Her book, her debut published novel, Ashes Ashes. Um, you can get a Kindle discount today wherever you buy your Kindle books. It will be automatic because it's from the publisher. Because people asked us on Instagram about mm-hmm. it. It's a great book. You can get it for four ninety nine today on Kindle. Otherwise, go to your local bookstores to buy it. It's that, a great book. That's motivation. Page Turner, we right liked there. it. Yeah. Did buy you know, because uh, go ahead, I don't want to interrupt. No, no go. go. You go uh, ahead. Barry Gibbs going to be on Fallon tomorrow night. I just saw that <gasps> on Twitter. Oh, my gosh. That's so exciting. Yeah. I totally want to hear what he has to say. Someone needs to interview him after that BG's documentary. I could watch that again. Yeah. It and was so good. So much happened. used to play him. I mean, remember he and oh, Tim yes, did a thing on SNL. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, speaking of Justin Timberlake, uh, Jimmy Fallon, uh, the Holly posted the trailer for, I don't know if it's a TV series. It's it's a movie. Is it a movie? Called Palmer. Okay. And this is the trailer for the movie where he got busted in New Orleans making out and having his leg up that woman's thigh. And he issued a public apology to his wife because unbeknownst she was pregnant. So not only was he openly groping and cheating with the photos to prove he had a pregnant wife at home that movie the trailer is out he's very happy there's no red carpet interviews 
to be had or doing any of that. This is perfect timing for this movie to come out. Actually, it looks really good. I know, but I'm saying for him yes. on a personal level. It's not coming out till January, though. But January yeah. is just, you know, two perfect. weeks away, Julia, and there won't be a red carpet and <laughs> he won't be asked. He won't have to be with his co-star. Everyone will know. Just, it, you know, schedule Justin. He'll promote the movie, but not with his co-star, and he won't have to answer any awkward yeah, have that's any awkward true. Photo that's a things. perfect time. So you're right about that. Grateful about that, but we're going to be watching that movie with a whole another set of eyes. Yeah, we are. We'll be right. We'll be right back tomorrow. Everyone, have a great night. Thanks for hanging out with us. The online Don't auction ends today. Oh,